irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Max and friends, he says what he wants. Ain't holding nothing back. Got the recipe for life, and he's inspiring. He's not scared of any topic from sextile to gossip. Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to Max and Friends here on LA Talk Radio. Well, it's with great joy that I get to tell you all that I am not a one, not a two, but a three-time communicator winner for Max and Friends, Max and Friends Best of Shows podcast, and also the Polish Woman podcast. So the other day was like a couple days ago and I get an email and said, like, congratulations, you're a winner. And I'm like, okay, I'm uh, this is wonderful. And then I open the email and it says that I won best on-air talent for a podcast with Communicator Awards. So 12 years of doing my work. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the awards. It's about you, my listeners. So thank you all for, for making this show an award-winning show. Together we rise. Tonight we're going to be talking about fear and why understanding the nature of fear changes anything, everything and anything. And we're also going to talk about just exploring fear. And we are going to talk about risk management and what does that mean? You know, there's so much intake right now. And we just need to press pause. We need to relax. We need to just be in the moment and remind ourselves that where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. And that's here on Max and Friends. My guest tonight, of course, Hunter Cross is joining us. He hasn't been here in a while, so we're happy he's here. And Gordana Birnat is going to be here with us. And the book, hashtag Know the Truth. If you don't have it by now, go get it because it's something you need to have in your life. Hashtag Know the Truth. Uh, hey House book with Gordana Birnat. Why, cho- why knowing who you are changes Everything, everything, everything. Welcome back, Hunter Cross. Thanks so much, Max. Congratulations on your awards. Thank you. Well, I'm glad, you know, it's fun. They're fun. Um, and Gordana Birnat, welcome back to Max and Friends. Hi, Max. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, Gordana, you know, I have to tell you, the, the episode we submitted was one of you and I. Oh, wow. Congratulations to me. So congratulations to you, indeed. And that one best episode for Lifestyle Show for Max and Friends Best of Shows. Because we have that podcast now, too, on Spotify and Apple and all of those places there. So there's so many facets to what's going on and kind of like life. And, you know, when when Hunter called and was like, Max, I got to talk to you about uh, risk management. I said, well, we're doing a show tonight about exploring fear and the two fit in perfectly. So Hunter, tell us what do you mean by risk management and your expertise and what we're going through right now during this whole, this whole beautiful, crazy, fun, wild (laughs) time for so many, it's so many different adjectives for so many people. But from your point of view, where are we now? It is a very different time for most people. And I think that one of the things that um, the the pandemic is exposing um, about ourselves, about Americans and certainly people all over the world, is how do we identify risk? How do we manage it? How do we live with risk? And I think it does fit in with the the idea of 
of fear and what fear is and, and how we deal with it. Because if we, as we move through life every single day, we take certain risks. We know that people die from all sorts of things and we, we absorb information. And when we absorb that information, we make certain calculated risks that I will get in the car today, even though I know there's a certain percentage of, of, of risk that I may be injured or lose my life today in a car, because we know it's a part of daily life that we know people die in car accidents and from every other thing. And what I've noticed when I'm observing social media and um, hearing some of the more extreme points of view, I'm noticing that, you know, take the politics out of it. I mean, the fact that somebody that you don't align with politically is saying something doesn't mean that they're necessarily wrong. And that goes for both um, all, or all uh, political um, stripes. Just because somebody that you says something, you know, they say there's an old saying that even a broken clock is right twice a day. So the idea is that when you hear something from somebody who doesn't align with you politically, still pause for a moment and evaluate, are they making sense to me? And what I'm trying to get at as far as risk taking is concerned is that with this virus, um, I think that we know we're kind of all absorbed the science. And I think we acknowledge what the science is and the people who are the best at the science are counseling the people, the political people, who are making decisions uh, on based on public health interests. But as individuals, when we hear that there are risks to ourselves, we need to evaluate what do we need to do with this information? Do we decide, okay, um, they're telling us that if we wear masks and keep social distance, that we'll be able to go out into public places and conduct ourselves, you know, with shades of what we remember normalcy to be like. And it doesn't mean necessarily that we'll be perfectly safe. There's always the chance that something will happen to us, whether or not it's from this virus or from something else. But if we absorb information and we take that information and that we evaluate, am I at significant risk by doing what I'm doing, or am I doing as much as I possibly can to, to manage and limit my risk? So if I'm, um, if I'm, for example, we know, and I think the scientists are telling us that there isn't likely going to be a time anytime soon where there's going to be zero risk of contracting coronavirus. It's going to be with us for quite some time. So what do we do with that information? Do we stay at home and lock ourselves down um, for in, indefinitely? Um, or do we say to ourselves, okay, um, if I wear a mask and if I maintain social distance and if I avoid places where I'm at extreme risk, concerts and parks where there's people are who are other people who are not observing um, the same protocols. Am I doing what's best for me to manage this risk? And I think what we've observed through social media and, and conversations with um, our fellow Americans is that people have a very difficult time managing risk. They have a very mm. difficult time evaluating and making judgments independent of what governments are saying. And if you're spending your time watching the news media, who have their own interests and how many eyeballs they want watching them. Um, you could, you could have fear and I'm sure you guys are going to get into this. You allow the fear then to guide you to where you're willing to take no risks whatsoever. And mm. that's a place where I think that we stop living mm -hmm. when we stop taking risks entirely, then we really are just alive without living. Mm. Gordana. What would you like to say to Hunter? <laughs> oh, well, to sum it up, I mean, the love for life should be greater than the fear of death. 
<laughs> period. So, right. <laughs> period. I, yes, that was a great show, me. everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Max and Friends. We'll be back next Sunday. <laughs> no, but really, fear, fear really makes us um, uh, feel vulnerable and not take any ris- risks. And even we, we perceive risks where there are none when we are mm-hmm. in fear. So, of course, of course, we need to what 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 you were talking about is literally common sense. Just do what you know is right. I mean, you won't cuff people in the face and sneeze them in the face. And just I I live in Sweden, so uh, for me or for all of us here, common sense is what rules. I mean, we know when I'm sick, I don't go to my grandmother and say hi to her. I don't visit um, places where elderly people are. Common sense. That is exactly what the risk is about here. So I think that we have exaggerated the risks and, and mm-hmm. don't understand the common sense, how to use it and, and to be normal. Yeah. Thanks, Gordana. I think what I think we've some of us believe that common sense is a lot more common than it turns out to be. <laughs> exactly. I don't think that it's as quite as common as many of us thought. Mm. Yeah, mm. well that 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 is the truth. I mean <laughs> There is a there is a thing that Anainin, the French poet, says, and she says, um, "Life shrinks and expands in proportion to one's courage." Now you might ask yourself, "What is the courage?" Well, the courage is to know the, your own truth, to understand what is common sense behavior. That is where the courage is today. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, Hunter, before I let you go. Where is it that you, what is it that you want people to take with them into this week from enjoying life and just using common sense and realizing that risk is a part of living? What, that, that's exactly what I would like to have people go get away from this discussion is that we, we need to be respectful of each other. So we need to heed um, what they have described to us as the things that we can do to try and make ourselves and others safe. That means staying away from people at least six feet away. That means wearing a mask. That means getting checked to make sure that we're not sick and going into places where we can expose other people to harm. And then also we need to remember that if we can figure out a way of continuing to live our lives by going out and being outside, going to places, maybe even getting on an airplane and going somewhere. If we can figure out everyone's everyone's willingness to take risks varies. Some people won't jump out of an airplane with a with a with a, um, a parachute, even though it's primarily and, and uh, statistically a safe thing to do. Some of us won't do that. But that is so some of us won't go on a plane. And that's OK if your ability to manage risk doesn't go that far. But for some people, getting on a plane, wearing a mask, making sure that you do everything you can to take all precautions um, mm. is certainly a thing that, that, that you should be doing if you want to. It doesn't expose yeah. others. If it's not exposing others to harm and you're managing your own risk, then you need to get on with your life. Um, yes. And because we're not going to have be virus free anytime soon. This is something that we're going to live with for quite some time. Mm. Or maybe not. Who's to say? But what I do know is that I'm grateful that you're here tonight, Hunter Cross, and I look forward to having you back on Max and Friends soon. Thanks so much, Max. Nice to be here. Gordana, nice to speak with you. Nice to speak to you. Have a good night. All right, Ronan, what's everybody listening to here on LA Talk Radio?
This is Max and Friends. Welcome, Gordana Virnat, to Max and Friends. <laughs> mm, thank you so much. I enjoy being here. I love that you're here. You know, I love perspectives, and I love to hear what some call risk, some call fear, and why understanding the nature of fear changes everything. And I saw you on a podcast uh, last week, and they were talking about fear and rejecting fear. And I'm like, no, we can't reject fear. We have to mm. explore fear. And then you were like, we have to explore fear. And I'm like, that's the frequency that we need to talk about tonight on Max and Friends. So welcome back. And of course, thank you again. You know, when I got the email that we won for the Communicators Award and I found out one I won for best on-air host for Max and Friends. And then when I found out that the other one was for Lifestyle Episode with you, it gave me such joy because I was like, that's the whole purpose of this show that there we're being seen, we're being heard, and we're being appreciated and acknowledged for speaking hashtag know the truth. <laughs> oh yes. And I think I know why your listeners like this and why you want the award because we enjoy ourselves while we talk. We're we're actually having conscious conversation every time we are yeah. on air. So I think it's the easiness and and in to enjoy what we're talking about. That's the thing. That's the recipe, I think. That is. So before we get even started into fear, how are you? Oh, I'm 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 doing good. I'm doing great. I mean, I can't I can see that other people are in fear. I, I talk to a lot of people in the US, so I can feel that you are in much more fear and pain over there than I am here, but I can sense it on a global level that that we are living in some kind of um, times of fear right now. So you can't close your eyes to fear, you have to look at it. And what you do with it is actually where you see who you truly are right now. Yeah. So everything is heightened and I can sense it. And at the same time, it's ex exciting because when everything is heightened, manifestation yes. is much faster. So. Yay, opportunity and possibilities. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I get slammed for saying like we're in a period of excitement and we're in a period of like this new um this new energy. You know, and people will like be like, well, you know, so and so's mother died and so and so's father. I'm like, I am by no means am I discrediting the deaths nor the mourning for so many people. But from my perspective of where I am in this. You know, and my, you know, Grandma Letty passed from from this. So it has a whole, per, you know, so it's not like I don't know anyone who died from this. And I have friends mm -hmm. as well. But the reality is for me in my being in my space, in my reality that I create fear to me. And this pandemic is like a kaleidoscope. And every time you turn it, there's something new. And what I look for in the new of when I'm turning this kaleidoscope of fear is exactly exploring it. And what is it showing me? And what is it teaching me? And when you came on the show with um, Ash and also with Valerie Love, we were talking about what is this going to teach us? And this was how this was back in March. And mm -hmm. now the illusion of time here we are in May. And what has this taught you? It has taught me that uh, avoiding fear, um, playing around with it and thinking that it isn't there or hiding from it will not take you anywhere. If you come from an abusive background, uh, you learn how to dodge fear. You learn how to hide from fear. You learn how to not look at fear. But that isn't courage, actually. <laughs> that is to, fool, to trick yourself into thinking that it isn't there. So what I have 
what I have learned from this, this intense period of fear is that I need to look at it and I need to name it and then release it. That's mm. the only thing I need to do with it. I need to realize, I need to discern what is real fear and what is only perceived fear. And it's, it's, it's been very interesting for the past few weeks for me because the things that I wouldn't look at before, I have been forced to look at. And I realized that fear is not just a negative thing. Fear is actually, it has a brighter side. And what is Thank that brighter you. side? Yes, <laughs> the brighter side is that it is your GPS. It will tell yes. you when you are deviating from your soul source, when you are falling asleep to who you are. Not just it will save your life when a bear is hunting you down, but it will literally tell you when you are falling asleep. Every time you believe a fear, which you see somewhere, if you're not having that bear in your room, then what you see isn't real. Let's say that you're watching the news. And I had this experience just a few days ago. I wasn't watching the news. I was on Twitter, which I am always on. And I <laughs> At my power talk. <laughs> yes. And I was, I was kind of falling asleep and I touched one of the hashtags and a video came up without me choosing it. It just came up and I saw a woman being wrestled down by five policemen. I think it was in New York. And since I was falling asleep, um, mm. it kind of touched me very, very deeply. So my heart started to, to beat a lot and I, I felt the fear. So I had to turn this down. I had to go, go into the bathroom, sit in the oh, darkness yeah. and breathe myself through this. Absolutely. And that's when because, you know, I think also before we go to sleep, it's very important what mm. we allow into our yes. mind because yes. it will carry us through the night and into the next day. So Absolutely. there's definitely a time to purge our mind from what and, you know, to avoid if we can. Um, yes you know, just any kind of low vibration thinking. But by pressing that, what did it teach you in that moment? Well, by pressing that, I mean, what I learned afterwards, because I mm -hmm. had to, I literally had to walk out of the room and sit mm -hmm. in the darkness and breathe through the fear. And it taught me that I feel the fear because I, see, I can, I, I am compassionate and I can see the woman being hurt. And I, mirror myself in her. And I think, oh my God, that could be anyone. That could be me. And that brings up fear to me. But the real truth is I am sitting in my bathroom and there is no real fear. There is no real danger. I'm only perceiving it. Yeah. Now that fear I can control. If it would have been me being wrestled down by the policeman, then I would be, that, that fear would be real for me. Mm -hmm. But you know what I feel also? I feel maybe it wasn't fear for you, but that it was an injustice. Yes, of course. It starts with an injustice. Yeah. But, but then and then I it also, escalated. Yes. You felt I felt it. I felt yeah. her fear. And yeah. it's easier for us to tap into other people's fear right now because everything is heightened and we are all one. So we feel each other's fear. And what I'm saying here is that there is real danger and real fear, which you need to take care of. But when you look at things on social media or you watch the news, then that is not real fear. It is something else. It is programmed fear. It yeah, is something sensationalized you, fear. <laughs> yes. And you mirror that into reality where you're co-creating a reality which you literally fear or reject instead yeah. of 
creating a reality which is based on your wishes and desires. And you have that power to stop it and say no. Now, if I would have been a lawyer and felt the same thing when I watched this video of the woman being wrestled down by these brutal policemen, I would have felt the fear and then turned that fear into I will help this woman. Mm-hmm. I will be her lawyer. I will help her sue them. And that's what fear is supposed to do with us. It's not supposed it's to It's supposed to motivate us. us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's the positive side of fear. I it always is, say that. I yes, always It's a prime mover. It is a prime mover in our reality. It is. But but if we fall asleep, if we yeah. stay in that fear, then it becomes a destructive force within us. So fear has two faces. It has two sides, one very dark side and a very, very bright side. And the bright side is when we use it as an alarm bell, alarm clock that wakes us up into action or into not falling asleep to the illusion of fear that is out there. Yeah, the illusion of fear, the illusion of time, and where are we all in it? (laughs) We're just supposed to enjoy it, you know? And I always say, for me, fear is a motivator. For instance, I'm going to Colorado, I'm so excited, and everyone's like, oh my God, you're getting on a plane? Absolutely, why wouldn't I? I get on planes all the time, (laughs) you know? Aren't you scared? Why would I be scared? I'm for me, I'm like psyched and more motivated because I was never scared to get on a plane. You know, it was the way that everyone said, don't touch things, don't do this. And then Mm -hmm. when you rationalize things and you speak to someone who is in the know, hashtag know the truth is the book we're talking about tonight with my guest Gordana or not. But I called my friend who's a pilot and he's like, planes now are cleaner than ever. Yes, (laughs) That's just a fact, (laughs) right? And he's and if you think about all the times that I that I have flown, how many things I've touched with the seatbelt, the tray, the air thing, it's like I can't it was never even in my mind, you know, so I don't allow fear to to block the joy that life has offered offered me or has for me. Rather, I look at it as a, a motivator, like, OK, I'm, if there's this fear, I'm going to just be motivated to get on the plane even more so. And so we're going to Colorado next week. <laughs> I think that's beautiful that you're doing that because. Um, and that goes back uh, to risk factor, like what Hunter was yes. saying, you know, like I, the risk of me sitting in my house for for eternity until this gets figured out is not how I live life. So I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to Colorado and I'm going to have the best time when I'm there. <laughs> I know. and the, the beautiful thing with fear is that it is, I think it's a Japanese proverb that says fear is, only as deep as the mind allows. So the power is within you to say, okay, so is this real fear? Is this something I need to fear really, truly? It's about asking the question, because if you don't ask the question, then your life literally shrinks. You have to dare to ask yourself, what is it that I'm fearing? And is this real? Yeah. Well, okay. So let's get into exploring fear. Mm for me, growing up with Grandma Letty was always fear I was taught is false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And then when I read hashtag know the truth, you say what is fear in Truth Thought 95, the two faces of fear, one instantly saving your life, the other slowly killing you. See the mm-hmm. choice. And for those who can't see the choice, how would you expand that? Well, I mean, 
if you feel that you are in constant fear, then then, then you are being used by fear. Mm. You're not in your, in your power because you have fallen asleep to the illusion of fear. Since the real purpose of fear is to wake you up, the real purpose of fear is to get you going. If you are in constant fear, then you, you are asleep and you are, you are being used by fear. So you need to stop and ask yourself, what is it? What am I fearing and why am I fearing this? So, so let me ask you, you a question. You yeah. were in a car accident where you almost died. When you mm-hmm. get into cars now, do you ever fear of an accident happening or have you grasped the fear and choose to save your life by just living? <laughs> yeah, well, I I never think about it anymore. It yeah. was a long time ago, so I don't think about it. I remember the first few weeks um, mm-hmm. I was afraid to get in a car, but at the same time, where that car accident happened, I had to take a car to move, remove myself from that place. So I, I was sitting in a car directly after the, oh, the accident. So, yeah. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Max and Friends here on LA Talk Radio. LA Talk Radio, this is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. We're talking tonight here about fear, and we're talking about exploring fear and why understanding the nature of fear changes everything. Gordana, so, you know, here's the reality of everything. You were saying you had to get into a car in order to leave the scene, so it's kind of like when you fall back off a horse, fall off a horse, you got to get back on. Yeah, that's the right? truth. I, <laughs> yes, I had to I had to force myself through the portal of fear and mm-hmm. literally speaking this is the only way to go through fear you have to go through it you can't do it any other way if you push it in front of you it becomes a pattern in your life which stops you from expanding in your life which stops you from exploring your life from the brightest side you you live in that fear so i yeah. think in a way it was a beautiful thing even though i was really scared of getting in that car i had to do it otherwise i would yeah. be sitting there on the road and and not going anywhere so i had to do it and it cured me in a way from the fear <laughs> of going into a car <laughs> Beautiful. Like, you know, like I always say, and a lot of people say that no experiences are ever wasted. And I totally believe that, you know, from me from day one, where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. (laughs) You know, so and that's every single experience is uh, there for you to learn something about yourself. And including all the fear and the anxiety and everything that we are feeling right now on a global level, we are learning something new about ourselves as human beings, each and every one of us. So this is an opportunity to learn something new about ourselves and how we react to things or choose not to react. You know, it's always a choice. And that's the one beautiful thing that we all have is the choice. But There's a mantra that is in your book that I use frequently, and it's you are real, fear is not. And it goes into truth thought number 98, which is fear makes us conform to things we usually would not. Know this, you are real, fear is not. And I think a lot of people right now are conforming to things that they usually would not just because there's so much information People are on their phones more than ever. They're on the internet more than ever. They're watching things. They're being misinformed. And therefore, they're conforming to 
what's not hashtag the truth. So for people who are listening tonight who are conforming to something they usually would not, what advice do you offer them? To stop living in the future, to be in the now moment, because Aristotle says fear is pain arising from the anticipation of evil. And in a way, when we are all all the time on social media or the news, it's like fortune telling. They're telling us how the future is going to be. That is not the news. That (laughs) is fortune telling. So staying in the now moment and not allowing your mind to dwell in the future, because truly none of us knows how the future is going to be. No one knows this. So if, if you are always in the future in your mind, then you will be in the unknown. And that in itself is fearful. So just coming back to the now moment and looking around you saying, what here do I need to fear? And usually you won't find many things to fear when you are present in the now moment. So what's the difference between future and daydreaming? Well, there is no (laughs) difference. I mean, the future, you are daydreaming about the future. You are creating blueprints in your mind about how you want your reality to be. And the quantum field out there is reacting to your thoughts. So if you're dwelling in the future, anticipating evil, guess what the quantum field is going to give you opportunities to explore? It is going to give you opportunities to explore more of that evil or the unknown or the anxiety that you so fear. Yeah. So that's why you need to stop and be in the now moment and ask yourself, what do I need to fear here? Nothing at this moment right now. Right and now. Then the, yes. And the I next love that step. you say that. One moment. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go to the next step. But right now is mm-hmm. such an important statement because mm-hmm. right now really brings us into the now moment. And if you're going through hell, I always say if you're going through hell, don't stop. But <laughs> if you're going through hell, remind yourself it's just right now. And then when you look back in the next moment, you've already gone through something else. So if you need to to boost yourself with words of encouragement and you don't know where it is and you don't know how to find it and you're going through whatever it is, if you're in through a fight with your husband or your wife, tell yourself this is just right now and watch it pass. But yeah. so then what do we do? <laughs> well, to stop in the moment and and realize that right now in this moment there is nothing I need to fear right mm-hmm. now. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I am yeah. breathing and everything is as it is. Because everything passes, nothing stays the same. Everything is in change, which means that if you are in the now moment, you will experience the stillness of the now moment and you will experience the peace in every now moment. It hides in every now moment. So when you say the only thing constant is change. Exactly. And that's that's the truth, because nothing stays the same. From a greater perspective, everything is in constant change. So if we're sitting in the now moment, that is when you're connected to your highest self. That is where the stillness is. From that now moment where you are in that stillness, you start daydreaming or thinking about beautiful things that you want to explore in the future. Instead of anticipating an evil in the future, you start daydreaming about the things that you want to explore in the future, like going to Colorado for you. Yes, I was just going to say, what are some of your daydreams right now? 
Well, mine is to go go to Krakow. Seriously, mm-hmm. I so long to go to Krakow because it's May and it's beautiful there in May. So that's one of my daydreams right now. And I literally live and breathe that daydream because I know that in a few weeks, maybe a month or two, that will be a possibility for me. And that's what I allow to dwell in my mind. I know it's very hard because now the news are there and we think that we need to be connected to the news all the time because mm-hmm. otherwise something bad will happen to us. And that's not the truth. That's you not the truth. Need... No, because that's in not... your book, Truth Thought 101 says your reality is not what the news media tells you it is. Look outside and see for yourself. Remember, fear is an illusion. You are not. So this addiction that people have to the media you know, social distancing is like going to be the word of 2020, social distancing, coronavirus. What we need to do is social distance ourselves from media. Yes, absolutely. I think it's number one. <laughs> well, you know why? Because when you're always on social media or the news or whatever it is, well, that is what goes on in your mind. And there is a true thought in my book, one 102, It says nothing has a greater impact on how your life unfolds than your thoughts. Nothing. Think good, abundant, loving, creative thoughts. Because Mm -hmm. what you allow to dwell in your mind is what you project into the future. Mm. Yeah, but it's, it's unconsciously creating. Absolutely. If you are in fear, then you are unconsciously creating more opportunities for you to explore fear. And misery. Yes. And it's. (laughs) And I know it's tough. It's not about a a, a simple thing to do, but you need to do it actively. You need to stop yourself every single time you feel that fear just running through your body because fear is an energy going through your body. It's like looking at the sea. And when there's a storm, it's not the water moving. It is the energy moving the water. So fear is an energy moving around in our body. When you feel it, you can stop it and you can ask yourself the question, in this now moment, what? there is nothing to fear in this now moment and sit in that stillness. Yeah. So when you say in your book, you are real, fear is not, but then we say fear is an energy. How do we explain to people who are listening right now that it's an energy, but it's not real? Yeah, well, it's about understanding what is real in this reality. Mm -hmm. Everything in this reality is an illusion created Mm -hmm. through our subconscious (laughs) minds. The only real thing is the stillness within you because you are not your fear. You're the one experiencing it. You are not your thoughts. You're the one experiencing your thoughts. You're not your body. You're the one using your body. So you are real. The other things are an illusion here. It's just a question. Yes, it's just a question of what kind of illusion you prefer and what you want to explore. So, and what kind of illusion you create? Exactly, and you know, fear is a very strong energy. So that's why we we feel sometimes that we are helpless when it comes over us. But love is also a strong energy. Love is a a a nice energy, so we allow it to go through us, and it feels good. Fear doesn't feel so good, and yet it is as strong, but it's still an illusion. It's not the real thing. You are real because you're the one exploring it. 
You know, here in the States, we have a show called Fear Factor. I wish we had a show called Love Factor because that would raise the vibration. But one thing that I know is going to raise the vibration and also to help you not think about fear for a moment is this song from one of my best friends, Ashra, is Most Beautiful Light. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Max and Friends here on L.A. Talk Radio. But I will respect your brilliance like some poetry. You 
Talk Radio. This is Max and Friends. That was Ash Ruiz. And we're back with Gordana Birnat. And we're going to still talk about <laughs> this whole fear and what it plays in our life and exploring fear. So, Gordana, people are going through it right now. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. We are literally swimming in this fear. And uh, we don't have to. We There is a choice. We can choose not to swim in the fear. We can choose to do other things in our lives. But I think that we fear for our lives. We're so afraid of death. And that what that is what makes us stay in this. OK, horrible- let's pause real quick, because we as collective. But I know for me, I'm not scared of death. Are you scared of death? No, I'm not. But then how again- did you get there? <laughs> I had a car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course. I mean, we're all afraid of dying in our bodies, but I know that there is something much bigger and greater than this body. I know that I have an eternal spirit going through me and so does everyone else. So I think that what life actually is about, we are here exploring how it feels to be in time and space, which means that it is time limited. We are here to die in a way. From the first breath we take, we're dying. But that's also the beauty here, because if it is the contrast to eternal life and we can explore it right here and right now, it's it's actually a beautiful thing, except that we live in a society where we fear this. We are not exploring it. We're not looking at it from its best sides. And I'm not talking about that death is supposed to be explored in that way, but to accept that that it is there and it is always going to be there as long as we are breathing here on earth. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting from my perspective and my point of view, my father died when I was eight years old. So death was like a part of my life from an early on the understanding of death or what it looked like. And so when I, you know, I remember being a child, being at the cemetery and all I remember were all these flowers. And I was so concerned about what was going to happen, like why all these flowers were cut and like they were just going to like die for no reason. And my mother's like, will you stop like worrying about the flowers? And I'm like, well, they were just alive. And now, like, why are they all just going to be left here? You know, not knowing that my father wasn't going to come back home and all of that, you know, still being eight years old. So then that process of just understanding, like, life is a beautiful thing and we really have to enjoy the now moment and not try to control the now moment. You say in Truth Thought 105, the more you try to control the outcome, the more fear is evoked and the less you enjoy what you are doing. So what do you tell to control freaks? <laughs> trying to control everything. No, but as we, we said just a few minutes ago that everything is in constant change. If you're mm-hmm. trying to control it, it, it will be exhausting. I mean, you can't control it. It is physically impossible to control everything in your life. When you relax, you send signal to the universe that you trust that whatever comes to you is going to be for your benefit. This is why positive synchronicity will always work for you because you are in a place where you trust that everything that comes to you is for your benefit. 
And I think that is where we, if we try to control everything, we are not living in that trust. We think that the universe or the quantum field or whatever it is out there is not kind and nice and is working against us. When I think in truth, all that is, is unconditional love, accepting everything and working for us all the time. So it's a question of how we look at life. I think we have created a society which is based on, it, it is a fear-based thought system that prevails here, when in truth it should be a love-based thought system because that is our true nature. And and I think that is what is happening in our society right now. We are tapped into this fear-based thought system where we fear everything, and we don't we don't have to do that. It's easier said than done. I guess that's why we're doing a show tonight called Exploring Fear. <laughs> you know, and I people are like, why are you always laughing about fear and this and this whole thing? Because I choose to be in my reality that. We're just going through something right now. This is not the end of the world. And one thing, Gordana, that what we said in our March show that always has stayed with me, I had said, it looks like everyone's dying. And you're like, not everyone is dying. Mm -hmm. And I think when that's the reality, that there's 7.5 billion people on this planet, um, we're we're pretty much at a good point in in living and enjoying and exploring the rest of the lives we have. So for people who are finding it difficult to explore fear, what is it that you offer them to say, listen, fear not, you know, it's, and that's what I always say, fear not. But really, what is it that you, how do you want them to explore fear? Well, I think the entire program here today was about going into this stillness from within and, and recognizing who you truly are, that mm -hmm. who you truly are cannot be hurt by anything in this reality. Who you truly are is indestructible. Who you truly are is the most beautiful thing ever. So tapping into that instead of living in fear, because when you are in fear, it is your ego screaming mm. inside for separation and save me, save me. It you Nobody needs to be saved. When you are in this stillness from within, when you recognize who you truly are, then you are in your true power. And that is how you explore fear. Fear only mm. tells you when you are not in that stillness. It will tell you, stop, go back. You are not in your stillness. You are not yeah. in your you are not in who you truly are. So it's just an alarm bell. That's and you say works. you say it's a GPS. And in GPS, when there's when we get lost in our car, it says recalculating. Yes. Actually, a friend of mine is the Australian voice of that. So she was here at Max of Friends. So I hear her saying recalculating. And that's all fear is telling us is to recalculate. <laughs> it tells you recalculate, change, shift. Find a new direction. Find, yeah, exactly. It is just telling you that you need to do something else instead of what you're doing. And it's also telling you that what you're doing is a too low frequency for you. This is why you are experiencing this pain, emotional pain within you, because it's mm. a too low frequency. Now, if you would put your hand on the stove and it's hot, you pull your, your hand away because it hurts. But we're not doing that when it hurts mentally, when it's an emotional pain. 
We stay. And then it becomes our comfort zone. And we talk with others about it. And we never move the hand away from it. Fear is just telling you, move away your hand. You're You're getting burned. Okay. And there's two things that we're going to do right now. One, instead of putting our hand on the stove, you teach put your hand on your heart. So that is the best way, I think, to bring it back into this present moment. When you're going through fear, think, am I going to put my hand on the hot stove or am I going to put it on my heart? And when we put it on our heart, Gordana, what do you teach us to say after that? Well, you say after me, I am the light in the darkness. I am the light in the darkness. I am the love and the hate. I am the love and the hate. I am the calmness in the storm. I am the calmness in the storm. I am the courage in the fear. I am the courage in the fear. That's who you are. That's how you get back to your stillness. That's who you are. And that's who we all are. (laughs) That's who we all are. Gordana, can you do me a favor? Your book, Hashtag Know the Truth, which you all need to go out and get right now. Truth Thought 108, Fear is a Liar. Would you read that to us before we end the show? Yes, I would. Here we go. Fear is a liar telling us to stand back and shut up when in truth we need to stand up and speak out. Fear is an imposter portraying us as small when in truth we are infinite spirits with no limits beyond the illusion of time and space. Fear is a trickster defining us as powerless when in truth, all the power we will ever need was ours at birth. Mm. What inspired you to write that truth thought? I think that I am a freedom-seeking spirit. And when I feel that my freedoms are being taken away or that I feel any kind of limitation around me, this is how I feel. So... I I was inspired by that when I, I think my entire childhood was about fear and how it tricked me into thinking that I was small and that there was, I didn't have the power that I actually had. And when I found that power, I realized that, oh my God, it was mine at birth. I just didn't see it. So my entire childhood is an inspiration to that. Mm. So we have to reset and realign. And I think that's where we are in this time and space right now is observing things that aren't real and being told things that may or may not be and trying to gather all this information. There was a shift in paradigms big time. And for two months, we've been in that. So just as we have to shift the paradigm to get back into realign and reset and just realizing, you know, people joke around, they're like, oh, you know, we have life when things are back to normal. And I always say, we are already in the normal. Nothing really changed. You know, it was it, during flu season, we all don't, you know, hide in our houses and watch a ticker on the news about how many people are infected with it. So we just have to realign and reset our minds. So before we we conclude this evening's show, how is one way that works for you to reset and realign your thoughts in your mind? Well, it, it is really about um, looking for something else in the future, daydreaming of things that I want to do and things that I used to do, just continue daydreaming of me doing them again, not accepting uh, 
things like it's the new normal. I don't think that there is anything that is normal, actually, <laughs> since, since everything is in constant change. It's just about experiences. So I choose what experiences I want to have in my life. I want to go to a concert. I want to go to the movies. I want to go to the restaurant. And that is what I daydream about when I'm not able to do it. So I daydream about that. And I know that that will be my future. Instead of saying, oh, my God, I have to accept the new normal, I go, there is no new normal. Just go ahead with your life, continue daydreaming, continue planning, continue thinking about the things that you love, and that will become your reality. You know, uh, my, my pal Whoopi Goldberg has a sweatshirt that says, normal is only a cycle on the washing machine. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and I have it too. And you all can go to WG right now and buy one for you. And it's a reminder that normal is just a cycle on the washing machine. Gordana, this is how I love when I have you on the show and that I know that where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. I opened up hashtag know the truth to 227, and this is the perfect way to end tonight's show. And it says, your mind is your internal vision board. Do not fill it with things you fear or want to avoid. Focus on what you desire and want. So true. That is hashtag know the truth right there. <laughs> that is hashtag know the truth. Gordana Birnat, I'm so grateful that you you come and join me here on Max and Friends. And really, I thank you from, from my heart, from my spirit to yours, because together we rise, together we can explore fear, and together we can enjoy our lives. So thank you for for helping people try to understand what we're going through and how to explore fear. I, I truly appreciate it. Mm, thank you, Max. I so love being here and I love talking to you because it, it's always high frequency. We're always exploring interesting things. And I hope that your listeners can feel the high frequency between us and start daydreaming about what they want, as you and I will do. Yeah. And let go of frustration. Really, tonight, people, I want you to just let go of frustration. I know a lot of people are frustrated. I sense more frustration than fear right now. Um, so just let go of frustration and just bring it back to encourage yourself to daydream even more of what you want. Look, I was daydreaming it into reality, Gordana, that I said, I am going to Colorado. I put it on Facebook. I booked my tickets. I didn't have the tickets booked yet. <laughs> and just two days ago, I booked the tickets and I'm going next Saturday. So you, we can daydream it into reality. What is it you want people to take with them into this week, Gordana? Well, daydream about what you want and not just daydream, plan it as yes. if it's going to happen really soon. Plan it and it will be exactly as you wish or desire it to be. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Gordana, for joining me here tonight on Max and Friends. Of course, the book, Hashtag Know the Truth, Why Knowing Who You Are Changes Everything. Please go buy the book, Reline, Reset, Daydream, Never Stop Daydream, and Make a Plan. This is the pandemic, everyone. <laughs> now phase two, pandemic. Happy healing. I love you all for tuning in. Until next time, good night and good karma. And remember to take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Tucci, for Max and Friends.